shops and hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. If, if last night is any indication, the NFL anthem protests are going to completely dominate the season, aren't they? Yes, they are. Well, that that's going to make the season terribly uninteresting. Well, that and... It, I don't care is. one it, way or the other, by the way. No, I don't either. But the news gathering institutions will make it the story. And they won't, yes, ex- they, yes, you are 100% correct. And it will be easier for them to make it the story because, generally speaking, news gathering organizations have as part of their agenda the ruination of the current presidential administration. And the current president happens to be an opponent of players protesting during the anthem. Therefore, that's why it will constantly be a story because it gives the news gathering institutions a chance to take another shot at Trump. Mm-hmm. If, and who doesn't even know how to help himself. He could have ended this a long well, time ago. Well, he's the one that reignited the flames surrounding this story. Mm-hmm. Well, he did it last night. Writing on Twitter from his New Jersey golf resort, Trump said Friday... Players make a fortune doing what they love, and those who refuse to stand proudly for the anthem should be suspended without pay. He contended most of them are unable to define what they're demonstrating against. Instead, he said players should be happy, be cool. You got to stay out of it. Yes. Uh, in Philadelphia, Eagles safety Malcolm Jenkins and cornerback Devontae Bosby raised their fists during the anthem, and defensive end Chris Long placed his arm around Jenkins' shoulder. Uh, I don't want to. I don't, I don't care if they protest or not. It would all go away if the president would keep quiet about it. He'll tweet about it every week. Right. Uh, what else does this say? It happened, I guess, last night in Miami. and There must have been a real long slate of games uh, last night. Yeah, this is kind of the the week. We had the, the Hall of Fame game last week, but this is the week where every, everything pretty much gets going from the preseason standpoint. Uh, Jacksonville, some Jacksonville players remained in the locker room. And uh, Here's Trump. Uh, what's today? Today the, is the 10th, sir. Well, here's, here's Trump at 7, 18 a.m. this morning. <laughs> Got to get up. <laughs> the NFL players are at it again, taking a knee when they should be standing proudly for the national anthem. Numerous players from different teams wanted to show their outrage at something that most of them are unable to define. They make a fortune doing what they love. Be happy. Be cool. A football game that fans are paying so s o o o o much money to watch and enjoy is no place to protest. Most of that money goes to the players anyway. Find another way to protest. Stand proudly for your national anthem or be suspended without pay. And he puts that all in capital letters. Exclamation point. Okay, Don, you're gonna you're gonna have this all season long because he will tweet about it all season Every long. Every single Sunday. Now. Vikings play at Denver. Yep. Tomorrow. Eight o'clock kickoff, sir. Yeah, I'm likely to not remember that. Uh, you know, I. Well, no, 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 no. I mean, uh, you're gonna miss the game. I don't find saying. it a, a must-watch uh, situation. I'm, I'm not a big preseason guy. I'll tune in because it's the Vikes. Man, I used to be. Oh, did I used to be? Really? Mm-hmm. Preseason and everything. No, I really was a real diehard Vikings fan. And then I covered them and learned the truth. And then it became very easy to not be a football fan. Yeah. 
they're a tough bunch to cover. Yeah, I tough gang to cover. You got a little peek behind the curtain, did you? I did. Uh huh. And it's uh, I I would much rather cover any other sport than football, which is neither here nor there. I used to be a huge fan. And I would love these occasions when the Vikings would have their first preseason game in August. But back then, I wasn't a 21st-er. I wasn't alarmed about the impending arrival of winter. <laughs> I was just excited about the arrival of the football season. Now, it's winter that scares the hell out of me. And all, all a preseason game tomorrow night in Denver reminds me of is that it won't one, be long now. One day closer. One day closer. Yeah. won't be long now. But I love fall. Fall's my favorite season. I do too, season. but unfortunately it's yeah, followed by winter. I know. All right, here's what I was going to ask you about tomorrow night's game. The Vikings, uh, where are they on the protest uh, rung? Are, do, do we have guys who won't uh, stand up for the anthem? From what I gather, the Vikings do not have a player who has taken a knee before the start of a game during hmm. the anthem. We got any hand holders? I or? don't. Uh, that I can't dance. I'm, I'm assuming we do, but I know we don't have any kneelers. And I know that Mike Zimmer, at least when he has spoken publicly about this issue, for the most part has said, hey, I'm not going to stand in a guy's way, but I would prefer it if they stood, mm-hmm. is I think this, the the stance that Mike Zimmer takes on that issue. They respect Zimmer, don't they? Oh, they do. Yeah. You know what he is? He's a guy. He's not a bad guy. No. That's my impression of him. I've never met him. But he strikes me as not a bad guy. Yeah. But it's tough to be a human. It's it's tough. What do I What do I want to say? It's hard to be a good guy when you are presiding over a sport that that outrageously violent. Because you, you you have to show you care about the human condition, but then you're you're wondering, well, you, you mean you can't play because you got that knee hurts? You know. When you realize as a player how easily expendable you are, that's why I never have a problem with a guy holding out for more money mm-hmm. in that sport, because you realize just how disposable you are. As a player, I guess I could take my theory to podcast with me that the league is morphing into, oh, a, heavens, a, yes. into something that'll become uh, sport slash reality TV. There, either that or the country will have to accept death, which I, I continue to believe will become inevitable. Unless you can invent great giant helmets that have shock absorbers in them. And then a giant bubble outfit. Almost like a, you know, a Martian. Yeah. You know, a moon thing. Giant helmets that have shock absorbers. The marshmallow filling. Yeah, so then a guy, gets, guy lands on his head and he goes straight in the air about 12 feet. Like from, a bouncy ball. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, uh, get ready for mayhem, I guess. But in any event, the season starts tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. The practice season. In the Mile High City. Yeah. Against Case Keenum, How the, about old, that? the old uh, quarterback. Uh, just a moment, please. Santa Barbara City Councilman Jason Jason Dominguez let slip the radical agenda behind progressive policies. The revelation happened at a meeting two weeks ago, two weeks ago, during which the city council passed an ordinance to fine restaurants and employees under the California bill. Oh, just a minute. Here we go. I'm in a little trouble today with my rhythm. You don't tell me. <laughs> okay. 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 Santa Barbara City Councilman Jason Dominguez let slip the radical agenda behind the progressive policies. The revelation happened at a meeting two weeks ago during which the city council passed an ordinance 
to fine restaurant owners and employees for giving out straws. Remember, we covered that, right? Mm -hmm. Dominguez's statement was prompted by a resident who wanted to know what's next for the city of Santa Barbara, California. Unfortunately, common sense is just not common, Dominguez replied. We have to regulate every aspect of people's lives. The comment was met with immediate backlash for insinuating the government should regulate common sense. Dominguez apologized for the statement but suggested that people don't understand rhetorical statements. I just wanted to apologize, he said. Uh, A few weeks ago, I made a string of words in a rhetorical fashion about regulation, and they were not taken as rhetorical, and that's my fault, so I want to apologize. Uh, Dominguez represents District 1 on the city's east side. But unfortunately, I think it's probably a common thinking uh, in the salon that uh, they get up to the salon and they believe that we really should regulate every aspect of people's lives. And uh, he let it slip. He let it slip what was actually on his mind. And that, uh, what are you doing? I'm um, texting the co-host of the beer show. Fred Aloni? Yeah. Are you telling about my coupons? <laughs> Where's my coupons? <laughs> yeah. Every time I buy something, they say, are you a, well, I don't know what they call it, rewards member or something? And I rarely do that. I'm never a rewards, me- rewards member. I'm never in one of those clubs. But I go to Fratelloni's Ace Hardware so often, I thought, well, yeah, I'll join. Uh, yesterday, we covered the story of a uh, Atlanta charter school that wishes to uh, no longer have the kids say the Pledge of Allegiance at the beginning of school because they want something more inclusive, which caused me to wonder what is exclusive about the Pledge of Allegiance. Well, uh, today, apparently, it, they've completely reversed their position because the story went uh, bananas on the Internet. Uh, Laura Zelsky, the campus president of Atlanta Neighborhood Charter School, issued a letter announcing changes uh, to the students' morning meetings. Then it got on the website and we got into the news, and uh, and now uh, now they're they're getting so much uh, grief about it that they're going to uh, rescind that. And uh, starting next week, they'll return to their original format and provide students with the opportunity to recite the pledge during the all-school morning meeting. All right. Time is it? I got time to read this. Yeah, you got a couple minutes yet. The full statement from the school Atlanta Neighborhood Charter School has and will continue to provide students with an opportunity to recite the Pledge of Allegiance each school day. In the past, the Pledge of Allegiance was recited during our all school morning meeting, but but at the start of the school year, the daily practice was moved to classrooms. This change was done in compliance with state law and aligned Atlanta Neighborhood Charter School and most other schools in the state who also say the Pledge of Allegiance in individual classrooms. However, it appears there was some miscommunication and inconsistency in the rollout. Starting next week, we will return to our original format and provide our students with the opportunity to recite the pledge during the all-morning, during the all-school morning meeting. Uh, okay, blah, blah, blah. It, it, this is another example of uh, making something uh, extraordinary complicated that, that isn't. I need to interrupt you. I've yeah. invited a guest to come in because you had such a pressing issue <laughs> with uh, something get a, that's... Get a headset for him. 
He knows. He knows the situation. He knows how it works. He does the beer show yeah. every Thursday night right here on fifteen hundred ESPN. All right, Mike, Mike Fratelloni's in the studio. Do you know how to turn on a microphone? Yeah. Well, do you hit, hit my button? Yeah. Go ahead. Which one are you on, Michael? Right there. Okay. Yeah. What do you call your rewards program? Uh, Ace Rewards Card. Okay, I'm in that program. Yes, you are. <laughs> I've been in it for a long time. And since day one, I believe. And I don't think since day one. Yet to get a coupon. That's not true. Yet, <laughs> oh, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not kidding. Yet to get an email. Really? Nothing. Is it possible you know that we have your address? Of thousands of dollars that I spend. There I probably year? owe you a car's worth of points. Right. The nice thing about our program, though, your points are still there. <laughs> But now it's going to be something worth getting. I've never seen the points. Really? I've never seen the points. I'm going to check. Maybe we have your wrong address. Well, I we did. We hey, went why don't through you that. Just, why don't you give it to him right now? No, we Dude. went. No, we went through that at the cash register, mm-hmm. and it had they had me in, living in Minneapolis. Okay. I don't. I live in St. We straightened that out. Sure. And then a few Strike other times, uh, they they had me down uh, a wrong phone number. Yeah. 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 So there are a lot of issues. I want you personally you, to take care of. You know what I think it is, Reavers, is he uses an alias when he's out and about. No. Are you I, sure? It, it, positive. I'm sure it's a great program. It is a great program. It's a great hardware store. Yeah, it's great for everybody but you. Hey, uh, Fred, that address is at 1387 Main Street. Yeah, Main Street. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I'll take care of it, Joe. Don't worry. I'm your man in charge. All right. See, All right. he heard you mention this. swing in He off the road stormed over this? here to it, take care of this. That's exactly right. I'm going to be on Twin Cities Live later today talking about uh, home cleaning. Yeah, so well, I heard that I needed to be up here to defend myself. Well, I'm sure everybody on Twin Cities Live probably has a, a functioning Ace Rewards program. <laughs> <laughs> probably so. <laughs> well, thank you for stopping Thank you. By. Thanks for having me. Thanks, right, Fred. Thank you. How many people, when you do the beer show, are you and Frats in here? Yeah, we're right there well, in the studio. How many people are in here? 15? Uh, it depends. Sometimes it can get a little bit lively. Uh, like, for instance, last night, although Frat was out, but he would have been in there with me, so it would have been the two of us. And our guys from Elevated, one of those two, either Ryan or Tom, and then the like. Last night we had the Funk Works Brewing Company on, and we had two gentlemen representing that brand. Okay, you, in the studio there. You're, you're you're giving me too long of an answer. That'd be like five. Here's why I total. asked. Here's why I asked. Yes, sir. Often on Fridays, Ooh. my little chair is missing. Yeah, and I'm uh, obviously you 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 and your cohorts are the yeah. culprits there. Yeah, and and in fact, because no one else in the entire world likes to sit in that chair except for you. Right, that's my chair. I stick it in the corner yeah. to say, hey, this is Joe's chair. Yep. We're going to put it over here so that nobody messes with it. Well, uh, today uh, I had to look for it a little bit. Yeah, it might have been missing. Uh, but that's a function of uh, you having just too damn many people in here talking about beer. You don't drink it in here, do you? Uh, I do not. No. I, I have. I made the deal with the, with the Hubbard family, saying I would never done. consume while I'm on while right. I'm on the radio. Right, right. Okay. Hey, uh, how are you? That was very nice of Frats to stop See, by, and I hope he straightens out my problem. Folks, because... that's the kind of business he runs, Mister Frataloni. If he hears a problem, he comes in and solves it personally. How do you like that? Garage Logic will be back shortly. But now, thanks to our wonderful friends in Owatonna, Minnesota, at Federated Insurance, where it's their business to protect your business, and nobody does that better than Federated, it's Bruce Vale from the Wall Street Journal and Your Money Now. Hey, I have a lot of problems. You want to write some down and give them to them? No, no. <laughs> no? no. <laughs> Too many to count. Yeah. 
Uh, we are looking at a, a down day in the market today. The market rattled a bit by some of the uh, uh, turbulence going on in Turkey, the economic situation there. Uh, some analysts think it may spread to other places. Right now, the Dow Jones Industrial Average is down 177 points. The Nasdaq Composite off 46, and the S&P 500 is down 17. The market could give back today most or all of the gains for this week. The Department of Education plans to rescind the controversial Obama-era a rule aimed at protecting students from career training programs that fail to prepare them for decent paying jobs and saddle them with debt. The department outlined a proposal to scrap the gainful employment regulations. Those rules developed under the Obama administration require all programs that explicitly prepare students for careers, such as cosmetology and culinary training programs, to prove that graduates were earning enough to repay the debt they incurred to complete the program. Many of these programs are at for-profit colleges. Programs that fail the test repeatedly could lose access to federal financial aid dollars is a major source of revenue for many colleges. I'm Bruce Vail with your Money Now on 1500 ESPN. Thank you, Bruce. We will check in again with you in one hour. Folks, uh, I know it's hard to believe, but in just two short weeks, actually two weeks from yesterday, we will be out at the Minnesota State Fair. Make sure that you make it a point to come by and say hi to all of us here at 1500 ESPN and take in a live Garage Logic show right there at the 1500 ESPN stage at the Minnesota State Fair. More GL will be up next right after this. You know, we got to get a timing problem today, too. You think? Commencing Garage Logic segment number eight. You know, I just I feel pretty bad for Kelsey. <laughs> he, he, he writes, I listen to you for 35 years, and the plug gets pulled less than two weeks after my promotion to chief offsite correspondent. <laughs> I blame the original chief offsite correspondent. You should have kicked him to the curb sooner. Kelsey, it's been a heck of a run. Can't he be a a, a chief offsite correspondent on a podcast? Well, why not? Yeah, but the problem. Well, yes, of course. But the only issue would be. Yeah, Chris how would has you? Got it. Yeah, how would you be able to? Pr- provide content relating to the show you're listening to. It'd have to be the next show after he listened to the podcast. Yeah, he could still supply information, and we encourage him to do so, actually. That's going to be like a monkey playing the piano. I, I have <laughs> I got, a monkey no playing idea the piano. how that's going to work. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, here's John Haidt. Hey, well, thank how you, are Joe. you, John? It's sunny and 87 degrees. The Twins and Tigers. there? Yes. <laughs> For now. Wins the Tigers in Detroit tonight. Urban my God, says. Sid outlasted me. Wow. Oh, my God. Sid, <laughs> Sid outlasted me. You and Pat. Both. Sid outlasted me and Pat. <laughs> Who's laughing now, yeah. Sid? Oh, boy. Congratulations, oh, Sydney. Oh, God. That's, yeah. Okay. That just dawned on me. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're going to need to use this for you. <laughs> Urban Santana pitches. Where's the party? We're going to have to have We're one. We're going to have to, yeah, obviously. Uh, Irv pitches for the Twins, Jordan Zimmerman for the Tigers. Hey, go get him, John. Hey, uh, second consecutive year. This this will be fun. Yeah, I need you guys' help with this segment. Okay? Yeah. Major leaguers are putting their nicknames on the back of their jersey. Let's go, Hawkeyes. <laughs> Let's go, Hawkeyes. No, they're not in baseball, Sid. Next, why, why, John? Next, Well, they did this last year, too. Uh, just for, you know, just for fun. Oh, I almost said something bad there. 
Uh, it'll be Friday, August 24th. Why hell not? <laughs> Just for giggles? <laughs> yes, that's you, what you, I was going to say. Yeah, I know you will. worried about <laughs> Uh, Friday, August 24th through Sunday, August 26th. Now, I have a list of the entire Twins roster. Is there anybody you'd like to know what nickname they're going to use? Not really. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I bet Joe used Maurer as his he nickname. He did. There's a couple, three players. <laughs> well, give that, me the players. Let's see if I can guess All right, here nickname. we go. Here we go. Uh, I won't use the, uh, the Spanish ones because that would be tough. Uh, Jason Castro, even though he's not playing. Jason Castro. The caster. Ca- castrated. Stro. Stro, oh hey, Stro, what's yeah. up? Uh, Logan Forsyth, Logan, Logie Bear, Logie Bear, how you doing? I told, I, t- I would be embarrassed to go on a major league field with that on my shirt. How about Logie this? Bear. How about this one? Mitch Garver, uh, can't catch. Garve sauce. Garve sauce. That's not funny. Ah, what do you think? <laughs> and this is going to be allowed by Major League Baseball? Yes, they did this last year also. Every is it team. just for one game? Uh, it's for a weekend. Oh, they do it for a weekend. Isn't that cute? That's cute. Yeah. Uh, there are a couple that uh, are somewhat amusing, even though those weren't. Did you say uh, Logan Forsyth or Logan uh, Forsyth, Morrison? I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. Forsyth. Yep. Uh, the uh, My favorite is Taylor Rogers, which is M. Rogers, like Mr. Rogers, which mm-hmm. I, I thought was pretty well, why wouldn't it be Mr. Rogers then? Well, I I don't know. I, yeah, I don't you know. can be done with this story. Now. It, is Logan Morrison's point one nine zero? Logan Morrison's is oh, I don't see Logan. Here we go. Oh, well, of course it's Lomo. Duh. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Okay, Who's the other player? I'm gonna. I don't know. I'm Sid. gonna move on now. Sid outlasted me. Just <laughs> I really just bummed you out. It really did. Next half hour, Joe will be non-existent on the wow. show. <laughs> The sports uh, huddle with Sue Troisi and Sid. Wow. <laughs> News. <laughs> News notes from today. St. Paul Mayor Melvin Carter gave his 2019 budget address last night, highlighting several key spending areas for the city in the next year. The overall proposal comes out to $606 million in 2019, increasing spending from 2018. Uh, Carter said he's proposing $16 million in new investments. Uh, that'll be paid for by an 11.5% increase in the city's property tax It'll levy. It'll never end. It what, just will never end. We have one St. Paul resident here in the studio. Mm-hmm. 11.5%, Joe, mm-hmm. just so you know. That comes out to an extra $76 per year for a median-value home. A naked man covered a lot of ground in St. Cloud and Sauk Rapids earlier this week before eventually being detained by authorities. Stearns County Sheriff's Department says St. Cloud Police responded to a call early Monday morning of a naked male sitting outside an apartment complex talking strangely. The man ran off before police could get there. But several minutes later, Sauk Rapids Police got a report that a naked man was seen running in that city, just north of the St. Cloud city limits. The male was seen with a cell phone in his hands, and after identifying him by other means, authorities were able to geolocate his phone. However, they couldn't make contact with the man. Then the Sheriff's Department reports St. Cloud Police got word a naked man had been seen near the post office on the edge of downtown. A few minutes later, he was spotted walking up the steps at the Stearns County Courthouse. From there, he made his way to the nearby law enforcement center where he is located and detained. It's believed by authorities the man was under the influence of some substance or narcotic. That that would have been my suspicion. Former NASA astronaut Leland Melvin tweeted that he saw something curved and organic-looking floating out of the payload bay during his time on the space shuttle Atlantis. He told NASA about it, but the agency told him what he was seeing was not an extraterrestrial, but a piece of ice. Melvin tweeted, I have not seen one in space or on the ground, but thought I saw something alien-like floating out of the payload bay. 
said, I called the ground to ask what it could be, and it was ice that had broken off of the Freon hoses, they said, translucent, curved, organic looking. That's what they're telling them. Melvin, who played college football at the University of Richmond, was drafted by the Detroit Lions in 1985 before he became an astronaut, continued that he was going to say, Houston, we have a problem, but he didn't want to be an alarmist. UFO Sightings Daily asked Melvin if he thought the government space agency was lying, and he responded by saying, hmm, don't think so, but you never know. A uh, good idea from the senior offsite correspondent via email. Mm-hmm. I got a great idea, and I actually I actually like this idea. Is this the chief offsite correspondent or the former chief offsite correspondent? The Lori, Julia, and Joe show <laughs> on My Talk 107.1. No, no, no. No? no? Oh, I like that. Oh, oh. Could, how long? Seriously, how long would you would you make it a whole segment? I wouldn't make it two minutes. <laughs> I love them. I love the girls. Right, just well, not great. my cup of tea. Oh, you, yeah, yes. Yeah. A photographer accused actor Bill Murray of slamming him against a door and pouring a glass of water over him while he was shooting a band at a Massachusetts restaurant. Peter Simon, the photographer who's the brother of singer Carly Simon, told the Boston Globe he was on assignment for the Martha's Vineyard Times at Lola's in Oak Bluffs when Murray allegedly accosted him, swore at him, and threatened him. He said he wasn't injured, but, according to Simon, he looked like he was ready to strangle me. He said that when Murray grabbed him, he asked the actor, do you know who I am, implying he was a well-known photographer. Murray allegedly answered, do you know who I am? Simon said he did not immediately recognize Murray, but eventually realized it was him after the actor walked away. Simon said the band had invited him to the restaurant. He was not there to take pictures of Murray. However, the restaurant's owner, Catherine Dimitrovich, told police Simon had no business photographing anyone in the restaurant and was just generally annoying. Simon denied her statement, saying that's a complete lie, and he wants an apology, he said, from her and from the actor. Well, why did why did Murray uh, uh, go after the guy? Did he, did he think he was paparazzi and he didn't want his picture taken? That's yes. Hmm. So, right. man rolled his car, then held an amphibious bystander hostage during an altercation with a deputy early Wednesday, according to the Lincoln County Sheriff's Office in Nebraska. He was placed immediately in emergency protective custody. Here's how it all happened: about 1 a.m. Wednesday, driver involved in a single car rollover south of Hershey, Nebraska. The driver got a ride from the scene and contacted deputies while on his way to North Platte. Deputy pulled over the vehicle near the intersection of Leota and Jeffers Streets. The driver involved in the crash was a passenger of that vehicle. He got out of the car and yelled at the police officer. The man then picked up a frog from the side of the road and offered it to the deputy, but then changed his mind, pulled it back, and shouted at the deputy that he was holding the frog hostage. He also then yelled threats at the deputy, still carrying the frog. I would have let him go just for the humor. Uh, Still carrying the frog, the man threw paper and trash at a police officer who arrived to help out the deputy. After the man failed to comply with directions, he was stunned with the taser. The frog was freed. The man was taken to Great Plains Health to be looked at. So the frog was all right. The frog was okay after all of this. You like frogs? I like frogs. I like frogs. And Arizona Cardinals fans can reap a reward while expanding waistlines watching football this season. I don't know why we'd need this, but... University of Phoenix Stadium will serve up a seven-pound gridiron burger. Seven pounds, John. Seven pounds. It'll cost you $75. Why not? You know, get two. It features five one-third-pound burger patties, five all-beef hot dogs, five bratwursts, 20 slices of American cheese, eight slices of bacon, eight chicken tenders, 12 ounces of fries. Well, this is obscene. Lettuce, pickles, and sauce on a 10-inch bun. Mm-hmm. 
Executive Chef Sean Cavanaugh told the Arizona Republic he hasn't figured out the calories. He said three staff members tried it on Monday, but none were able to finish. Those who can those who can finish in under an hour will get a Cardinals jersey and get their photo on the scoreboard. And then die. <laughs> Did you ever think common sense would be this much fun? Joe Suchere. Here's Dave Dahl. It's a soot out there, Joe. Is it? They've extended the air quality alert now to include the Twin Cities through... Chunks of, chunks of soot? Yeah, well, it's, it's a lot of smoke. Yeah. From Canada or out west? From Canada. Okay. Uh, southwestern parts of Canada, all that smoke is uh, really starting to spread southward now. We're just seeing it on the satellite, visible satellite, through about the northern half of our state. But it's spreading in this direction. We should see it kind of overspread the Twin Cities here in the next couple of hours. Our temperature right now is at 87 and we're expecting to see the high temperature, maybe 80, 88 or 89. Because of that smoke, I think it'll probably prevent us from hitting 90 today. But we are looking for 90 tomorrow, Sunday, and Monday. So a stretch of three days with 90s. Hot and humid conditions as well with the humidity climbing. We're going to probably have dew points up in the mid to upper 60s by the time we get to tomorrow. And that's going to continue Sunday into Monday. Relief comes in the form of some thunderstorms by the time we get to Tuesday, especially afternoon and the evening. Wednesday, some isolated thunder. And that could last into Thursday as well. So a little bit of uh, a relief next week. Lower 80s for highs Tuesday through Friday. Until that time, a bunch of 90s coming our way. Right now we're at 87, Joe, and I have the records for the day. August 10. 101. 101. 1947. 1947. 46. 46. In 1904. In 1904. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Is he on the line? Uh, just leave the bottle. Leave the top. Drop the bottle. Drop the bottle. So, do you like basketballs? I got some basketballs for sale. What now? Hello? Hello? Rook. <laughs> I try to sell some old baseballs. <laughs> from Little League. These are... The rookies can play with this ball here. I was, I was the rookie. Uh, I didn't play, but I was a coach. Yep. And I was a damn good coach. Yep. Uh, well, how, how, how? Oh, whoop. <laughs> Hang on. Let me get that one. Out. That's a little spell a little bit. It's okay. <laughs> hey, cheers again. Hey. Cheers. Hey. You ever see Trading Places with the guy? <laughs> Talk about that. That is much in the what now. Anytime. You can, you can, you're just, you're just. Oh. You can figure, you can mention that now, huh? Yeah. I will call you every day. Yeah, <laughs> you watch the show. You see the show yet? Yeah. You see the show, I'm going to see the show. How long is the... One hour. Took me an hour. Took me an hour to get How long? One hour. How long? How long is the garage sale going to last? <laughs> oh, you got Monday, Tuesday. <laughs> We're going to be here. Starting September 7th, hey. it's going to keep going. So, you know what this does? Huh? This brings nooning to everything must go. Everything must go. <laughs> I, I uh, believe I got a text from you, uh, Rook, that reads... We want to sell everything. Hey, those are half off over there. Hey, hey, uh, Rookie used to seed his grass with that. That's uh, $5. <laughs> Five bucks. Four. Four. <laughs> 
just negotiate. I think I'm going to get down there. I bet I can get some deals, huh? I think you can. I got a bunch of sushi rate crap I got to get rid of. <laughs> How many copies of Waterline did you put up for sale? Oh, my God. Nobody will buy that crap. <laughs> the real rookie's coming out now, is he? Oh, my God. Hey, Gabe's going to get you that another beer. <laughs> get the good one. None of that light crap. Hey, don't sass. Don't sass. Oh, my word. Oh. What did you want to know? So now he turns it on. What did you want to know? What did I? Oh, you were wondering about Sportscaster Idol. What happened with that? Well, I think we lost your tape. Uh, that hasn't been announced yet. Yeah, that's at the fair. Oh, it is? So, do we still got a chance? Can we reapply? <laughs> is there a loophole? Oh, God. I have a loophole. <laughs> oh, I can't, I can't write this anywhere. note to myself fast enough. I, we got a we got a loophole. Yeah, you, I can come in Saturdays at seven. Yeah. So what or, you're or saying, it, Rook, is or is it Sunday? When you uh, when, when you heard the scramble fire at one oh three, you you took advantage. Yeah. Thanks, Gabe. Good. Thanks. Yeah. Keep another one on ice. Oh. <laughs> that was coffee. I'm an airline pilot. So that's Foster Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta stop now. I'm 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 having trouble. Yeah, me too. <laughs> well, I, I'll I'll check with you so later you to see. What are you doing on the eighth? What? What are you doing on the eighth? <laughs> I don't know. It's a whole the... new day then, isn't it? You want to go to the beach? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be in touch. Oh. Huh? I. <laughs> I said I'll be in touch. I thought you said don't fall on the couch. <laughs> you've just okay. invented you've just invented a character that's going to live on in the podcast world. My timing is off. <laughs> no, it's not. It's perfect. It's perfect. Done this Ten years ago. That's right. Goodbye. G- goodbye. Uh-huh. We have a scramble, don't we? Oh, huh? I'll, I'll say. Boy. How did all these people get in my room? <laughs> oh. What happened? I was playing it from the button bar. You know what? Let's start her up again. It's been going since one. Yeah. Our yeah. little buddy there, he's, he's having a struggle down at the garage sale, isn't he? I don't think he's alone, by the way. I think there's other people that have also been participating in the early call of the scramble. This is not the last ever broadcast of garage logic but we did learn today that following the show of september 7 garage logic will be off the air great changes coming to uh, 1500 espn we will do the fair and then we'll do four shows following labor day and then we'll have this one last scramble on september 7th and the show will live on in podcast form with uh, many of your uh, favorite characters and I mentioned this earlier in the Including show. Including my new Foster Brooks gear. That's so great. Um, a lot of people have been chiming in on social media, on Twitter, on Facebook, and via email. I'm trying desperately to get back to everybody, but it's just, it's been really overwhelming, but but also extremely appreciated. You know what? Just delete them. No. What the hell? No, no, I'm not You know, the Star Tribune, I'm kidding. The Star Tribune has a headline on their website. KSTP axes Sushi Ray and Royce. You know, 
it was handled better than no, that. No, we they weren't axed. No. You know. We were axed to leave, but we, we, we got axed to leave. <laughs> but we weren't uh, No, no, they couldn't they could not have possibly handled it any better than axed they did. Axed makes it sounds much makes it sound much yeah. harsher than it was. And it wasn't harsh in any way, shape, or form. No. None whatsoever. And you gotta search long and hard to find an outfit that'll uh let you glide, uh, give you about a two-week glide, four-week glide path into the end. You think maybe the strip was having some liberty with you and I think so. Mr. Royce? I think so. I think so. Well, we'll and the St. Paul two. paper called me a right-winger, and I called the editor and said, change that, please. Conservative, I'll accept, but I'm not some, you know, right. teabagger or whatever the hell they're called. Oh, not that. That's a different thing, isn't it? For the right price. <laughs> Hey, how much does that yard job pay? Did I'm gonna he, call. Uh, did he disclose? I'm that? gonna call that pawnbroker when I get off the air and see what he's uh, see what he's offered to get me down there to his estate, put me on that John Deere, wear one of those little umbrella are. hats, you know. You'd be like Farmer Fathead redone. We're not done, GLers. Nope. Just we can't see the end is near. That's all. Fifteen hundred ESPN is KSTP St. Paul Minneapolis. Myron's coming in to uh, to do the ride